The Rockies play host to the Pirates, who enter Saturday having won six straight games, and Nolan Arenado and company would look to cool down the Buccos. This one hit to right as well. Jason's got a long run, not going to get there. That'll fall in. Blackman scores, and Nolan able to trot into second with a double. And the Rockies have a 2-1 lead. 83 RBIs for a guy hitting over 400 in the clutch. And we get Mark Reynolds up there. And a ground ball right side. Base hit into right field. Going to score another run. A diving attempt made by Harrison. He couldn't get it. And Mark Reynolds comes through. Third run in the inning. And the Rockies lead it 3-1. to one. Watch it. Watch it. It's hit. Four hit by pitches last night by the Rockies. Coon comes inside on cargo. And the bench is clear. That was intentional. Easy to say that he was doing it on purpose. Cargo's looking for his bat. Chad Cool wants a baseball. He bounces that one up the middle. That's going to find center field for a base hit. And staring daggers at Chad Cool, the pitcher. Carlos Gonzalez has the last laugh, as do the Rockies. 7-3 is your final. Herman Marquez has now won three straight starts, and he ties his career high with nine strikeouts in this ball game. The Pirates' six-game win streak comes to an end, and Gregory Polanco hits the DL with a strained left hamstring. With the win, the Rockies improved to 57-42 and 42 on the season. Here's their manager, Bud Black. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing it with Herman, uh, you know, just steady. Now, again, the, we talk about it all the time, the trick is to – to, to keep it going, but he's, he's done a really nice job, you know, like you said, the last three starts. But, uh, you know, I sense that, you know, he's feeling confident, you know, I, he's showing great poise. And I think the thing that I see more than anything is the, you know, the command of the, of the breaking ball, the secondary pitches are coming into play. Uh, you know, the fastball has velocity. Uh, when he hits his spots, you know, he's going he's gonna to go through stretches where he, he gets quick outs. But you saw some of their swings on the breaking balls. I mean, you know, they didn't see it. You know, they did not see the breaking ball. They had a curve and slider both. Actually, Tony came in. Tony came in from the uh, from the bullpen session and said that both the curve and the slider were like in the pen were really good. And I think he worked his way into that right away. It didn't it didn't show the first first couple innings, but you know, inning inning three through seven, really really good. He had the two walks in the first. No walks after that. Uh, I mean, he's 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 doing his, he's doing his part. He's doing his part. And by, he was involved in one way or another in the bench clearing part of it. He looked very animated, seemed pumped up. Again, he comes back yeah. the next inning and set him down in order. Right. We talk about that all the time with our young guys. You know how the you know we got to develop that poise and that you know competitiveness at the same time. They have the competitiveness now. We just need them to you know understand where they are. And the most important thing is to keep keep focused keep under control, uh, you know, be in command of what they can be in command of, and, and he's showing that. But there's, you know, there's no way that he hit Andrew McCoy. ball got away. Right. So to have something like that happen, or kind of guys run to Carlos' defense and Carlos stands up, I mean, in a way, can you? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, listen, this is a good team as far as having each other's backs. I know that. Uh, so. Uh, I know that will continue with this group. They're very, very much uh, have each other's back and will and will always. That's something that we also talk about as far back as spring training. How much of a decision was in the 
Well, you know, there's a lot of factors. Uh, I think, I think uh, you know, three days rest, uh, you know, his, his usage over the last 10 days has not been a lot. I mean, even going back to the All-Star break. So I think with, you know, where our pen is and just and, and, and probably how, even though Jake wasn't, uh, you know, J- Jake's stuff was good. You know, I mean, we saw 97s, we saw 98s, we saw, you know, we saw him induce a double play ball. But I just thought that, uh, you know, Greg, uh, you know, was the guy to get that last out. Uh, you know, they had seen Jake for 20 plus pitches. Uh, you know, he'd, he walked the leadoff hitter, walked his last guy. Uh, you know, Marte hit a, you know, hit a, you know, hit a sharp ball into left field. He got Harrison. In, you know the Harrison double play, but I thought you know the the McCutcheon at bat was a tough one. He got ahead. I think it was one two, couple foul balls, two two foul ball, three two, and then the walk. I thought not that it was deflating for him, but I thought that you know to go get Bell. I thought that not that he couldn't do it. I just thought Greg at that point was a better option with where he where Greg was the last three days, rested and ready to go. That was just to give Greg a, just a little breather. You know, Tony had went out there a little bit earlier the hitter before, but I just wanted, I told Greg, you're, this, you're in this game. You're getting this guy out. Uh, this is your guy. And I just wanted to give him a little bit of a breather. Uh, you know, he and Tony and I talked a little about, you know, how we're going to first pitch to him, you know, the first pitch to, uh, you know, Harrison. So that, a little bit of scripted there, but, you know, he was going to face that guy. I'm sorry, I missed that. The, Sunday, right, like said, right. Well, uh, you know, there's been you know there's been stretches like this, but I think that, you know, I think Charlie's, you know, sort of in a nice groove. Uh, you know, uh, I think I'm seeing better at bats from each guy, even though they might not happen every single at bat. But through the course of the game, whether it's three of the four. Uh, you know, two of the four, I'm, I'm seeing better at-bats from all our guys. I'm not seeing bad at-bats from one guy throughout the game. Uh, you know, Dean, Ian had a couple, you know, hard-hit balls. You know, Mark got a base hit. You know, DJ got a, you know, base hit and a sack fly. You know, Charlie got, you know, a double and a triple. Cargo got two hits. Tony, uh, you know, contributed. So I think the, you know, the quality of the at-bats are better. And when that happens, you're going to get hits. Right with uh, Greg Holland again tonight, 34 pitches. Does that tell you that probably not available tomorrow? We'll talk about it in the morning with Greg yet, but don't be surprised if he's not available. Let's don't. He just finished, uh, you know, 10 minutes ago. But uh, Ed, you'll be the first guy to know. Okay. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Charlie Blackman has another strong game for the Rockies out of the leadoff spot. He goes two for five with two runs scored, and he's batting 325 for the year. Feels really good, but it's also really tiring. I have to run a lot more. Let's go back to the sixth inning for a minute. Cargo at the plate, bench is clear. Do you think he was throwing at him? Uh, do I think he was? I, I think he was throwing inside with an intent to send a message. I, I don't know that he was trying to hit him. I don't know. On that note, seven runs, 13 hits, a quality start from Marquez, a 
pretty quality game altogether for you guys. We played pretty good baseball today. We really needed that start. Um, you know, I thought uh, Marky threw really well after he settled down. Swung the bat pretty good too. Uh, good baseball game, really good defense on the infield and some big hits late. Does the wind feel a little better with the Star Wars music playing in the background? Yeah, I like the Star Wars. The Rockies will go for the series victory on Sunday when Kyle Freeland takes the mound at Coors Field.